Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite TV show and one that Travis is watching for the very first time. And we're in the tail end of season two. Season two, episode 15, The Fellowship of the Spear. <laughs> now, now... Um, there's okay. a lot, yeah, like you, you, that was a roller coaster of emotions. You're like, we're in the tail end. It is exciting that we're building up to something. Mm-hmm. This is so, but then, but then you said the title of, the, of this episode, mm-hmm. which is pretty uneven. There's still things are still cooking, things are still good. There's a few things that, that jump out. I, I don't know if it's, this, I don't know if the things that jump out to me are the things that will jump out to you because sometimes yeah. i'm bothered by stuff you're not bothered by and yeah. vice versa yeah well i guess we'll find out <laughs> okay but before that it made me this didn't make me realize something because like i never put it together after all this the rewatches this whole a lot of this season on purpose has been movie homages and movie references I, you know it, it felt like i'm like oh they're doing another one they're doing another one I'm like this had to be part of the plan. Right. I really looked back on it. You've had this one. George Lucas. The George Lucas the Star, Star Wars, Wars Raiders one. The Untouchables. Apollo yeah. 13 and The Martian. Jurassic yeah. Park. Wait, the Martian was part of it? Yeah, when Ray was doing uh, when Ray was uh, when Ray, when yeah, Ray... That, that that's more I, I, I wouldn't I think that the actual event is still more prominent than that being a film. Oh, it is. Do you know but, what I mean? But what one, one thing I left out in my IMDb research is Ray yeah. um, keeping a video diary was intentionally him doing yeah. The Martian. That was mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah. Uh, I threw in Jurassic Park because there was a dinosaur. So fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I think the that one, no, not a chance. The other one, I think, is a Mick, bit of a reach. Mick I, says I, 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 it does show up. Jurassic Park. Mick says the words Jurassic Park. So great. Um, the Camelot one could be any of many terrible Camelot movies. Yeah, but, but not like movies. Think, it's not but movies. Like think, but I like to think it's that one with Richard Gere and Sean Connery. Was it First yeah. Night? First Night. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Not what to, was the one with uh, Heath Ledger? What was that? Uh, a Knight's Tale. I've gotten into yeah. arguments about yeah. A Knight's Tale. People are like, it's great. It's funny with the modern music. I'm like, no, yeah. it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Hmm. And there was one uh, Western song. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you had two there, two legit good ones. Oh, two or three. Wait, 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 three, three Star Wars out of 17. Apollo 13 of the Martian. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. And again, also the, yeah, I guess the Untouchables isn't known so much as a film, it's just like there's a bunch of takes on Elliot Ness, right? He's more of a, you've got two direct, this is, I'll give you this, this is the one, but this is more Tolkien. And, well, and Lucas, right. I saw more. I saw more here of Tolkien and Lucas as as like a that sort of thing. And they, I think they do it better this time than they did it with the Lucas one. But that's the parallel I saw here was them doing another one where they. Um, oh yes, know, yes, yes. One they're of the real life guys is involved in the story. Yeah, that they're doing the they they're accidentally influencing what what happens here. Plus, uh, in the movie too, because not as. as widely pointed out in the imdb and to the point where i'm like eh, i don't care um rip's big stupid rousing speech isn't in the books that was just from the movie <laughs> uh very funny 
But funny. I'm going to say the untouchables before we put a pin in this because the ripoff music they were doing was from the movie. Yeah. So, I, yeah. hey, I, I told you I've watched those old untouchables. That's not the song. Yeah. So, yeah, I, no. you, I mean, I wouldn't for it to be direct. You would have needed something like the the Battleship Potemkin uh, thing to make it really show that we're referencing the movie because that's the only thing that that people really remember, other than uh, the, the um, Connery's lines. You put one in the morgue. <laughs> that's yeah, the Chicago yeah, way. Yeah, and, and yeah, the Chicago way, which is the title of that episode, <laughs> and they call Ray. Agent Bob De Niro. So what would the point be? What would the point be? What would the point be of of there? But let's say there is credence, you're thinking, and there is a film connection to all of these. Is mm-hmm. there like one big villain at the end who's the movie maker? Or the no, that's not what I meant at all. I meant <laughs> I meant I don't think it was a coincidence that they were constantly doing movie references. Granted, yes, I was joking. But with I think the they did that in the first season. I think they did it in the first season too. Not like that, not as much as this. Really? I think it's pretty much exactly the same. Oh, <laughs> I've well, not no, no, not as actual. There was genres. But and they were like talking actual. about movies a lot mm-hmm. and making references to dumb movies. And like, I thought, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you, you need an Egg McMuffin is yeah, what I you do. need. But the Netflix, before I give you the Netflix synopsis, this just cracked me up. So this, this episode opens with a World War I battle scene in the trenches. Guns are firing, it's chaos. And... <laughs> The Netflix warning that comes up to warn parents of what's in this episode in the middle of this war scene is um, uh, warning substances, language, and smoking. (laughs) Hmm. Horrific violence? None. None at all. But to destroy the spear of destiny, the team seeks out J.R.R. Tolkien at the front during World War I, but the power of the spear seduces one of them. So we open with that scene. Sarah's holding the spear. And granted, if you were just flipping around, this would get my attention if I had never seen this show before. Yeah, it was- like it's because it's the old, like it's the old J.J. Abrams trick, man. You always cut to like uh, just before the climax, and then like, and then mm. it's like whatever, like forty-eight years. Like that, he's, he did that throughout his career, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's become. That's like, and then it's been. Uh, oh, I wasn't even thinking of that, but that's, that's a thousand times, right. yeah. Like even his uh, uh, um, his Mission Impossible movie does that, right? That's what I've always I I've always seen it. that as like a total Abrams. Oh, it's good. Uh, oh, all the Mission Impossibles are good. That's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's a heavy in that. Uh, see, I've heard that he's great in it, but he, he, here's my problem: I hated the first one and didn't bother with any of the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's what uh, it's it's been it's been called the most consistent film franchise the worst the the only one that is considered not great is the john woo one but it's still uh john woo just uh acrobatics and stuff like that so like if you forget about the story you still get to see some of that amazing john woo uh mm-hmm. action that that you can get but about everyone after that like there's a brad bird one right that's supposed to be incredible um it, it's been in the hands of directors that they give a lot of freedom to i think you know what i mean because it's not as much as like a uh hovered over property the way like a, a marvel or a star wars or something you know what i mean so directors can can put their stamp on it yeah oh uh, no i get and, it and and, yeah. and i've heard all those same uh, people say all those same things yeah. and with me and who knows maybe one of these days 
Oh, check them out because I'm sure you don't have to have seen the second one to know what's going on in the fifth mm-hmm. one or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, but I'd say I they don't seem like them. that. Yeah. Um, but um, my biggest problem with the first one was, is it 50 years old? I watched the TV show. Wait a minute. The Peter Graves character is a, the villain? Fuck you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You're the one. You're the one who had the attachment. I want him. That's what I want. Peter Graves. I want Leonard Nimoy, and I want fucking um. uh, Ah. uh, I don't know anything uh, about the movie or about the TV show at all. Martin Landau, other than the like opening and Martin Landau was on that show. It was fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. How long was it on? Was it popular? A long time. It was very popular. I, I, it was on. Its initial run was before I was born. Or, or I was a baby, uh, but I remember like Saturday nights the reruns would come come on and it'd have the cold open, which was always cool, and then the fuse, which says all the yes, yes, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, now it's all coming back to me now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, love that show. Um, <laughs> so, but here's why this would grab you. Um, so, oh my God, there's a war going on and it's crazy. And Nate says, Jesus's blood is right over there. I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the shortest like teaser ever, but it was after the longest recap ever. That whole recap was really, they packed a lot into that recap. Oh, I skipped the recap. That, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. But that, and then it was just a blink and you miss it um, uh, intro. They went right into the the Jesus's uh, blood. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for a show that I mean, this fact, all these shows they're pretty lighthearted in general, and just just to hear that it, it, this time, I, I expected it. I was like, oh yeah, that kind of took me hmm. took me back. It, it's not something they try, like to talk about much in comic books. Sure, but but for something like if it is like uh, it ups the ante when it's like used sparingly oh this must be a really serious mm. thing that uses jesus you know what i mean <laughs> for like if they use it like just for like the big bad or like uh, as it, what they're doing with this thing or sacrilegious my friend and that's how i felt when i saw <laughs> i turned it off <laughs> so flashback 72 hours are on the ship they're looking at the pieces of the spear that they got sarah's saying Oh, I could kill a man with this, and Mick, uh, Mick, Mick uh, basically told him that he scratched his balls with it. Yeah. <laughs> it was either his ass or his balls. You pick. Yeah. No thanks. No thank you. <laughs> it's hard to reach places, and uh, and Stein uh, gets off the line though. Well, we have to find the rest of it because. As Mr. Rory has clearly shown us, the spear can be used for horrific things. And and Dominic Purcell just goes, yeah. <laughs> it mm-hmm. made me laugh. Like I was like, it felt improv and they left it in because it was just like, I don't know. It seemed out of character. It made me laugh. It made me laugh a lot more than I've been scratching my balls with it. <laughs> so Rip knows where the LOD are. It's vanishing point. Once again, another season one thing when I told you, ah, we're not getting back to that for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. all about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was all just a remnant. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All the remnants of it after it blew up because they have mm-hmm. to pull a heist and get the, the pieces of the spear from Vanishing Point where the LOD are. So they get there, they arrive. Mick finds where Snart died and he's, you know, 
he's all distracted and Sarah has to talk him out of it and Firestorm and Rip find <laughs> there's all this wreckage around them and they're trying to find where the pieces of the spear might be and standing there in the middle of that uh, uh, wreckage just like an obelisk in Arizona just came out of nowhere mm. just yeah. it's the most obvious thing in the world and Firestorm says hey that looks like a place where you'd hide something <laughs> but that was cool I like the way like what's your what's your favorite uh uh, candy the candy thing okay here's the, okay well so you yeah, so yeah, well yeah that, see, i like that they're doing more and more of those are his powers in the comics he can transmute all kinds of shit but so yeah he says to rip what's your favorite candy he's like jelly beans or, or, i loved what he even said oh, almond joys it's like I'm going to say, I mean, I think you heard, I, did I hear jelly beans? I heard jelly beans from the aunts. I heard a suggestion of jelly beans. From the no. Hershey's <laughs> like oh, special oh, dark. God, no, jelly beans. Gross. Are you kidding me? Not a chance. <laughs> Do not, I, like, I I, 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 I get I get sick at the sight of them. I think, I think what I'm hearing is jelly beans. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Because him and Graven practicing this, all the candies, they're just like yeah, Willie, yeah, they mentioned that. that's, Willy a good, like, that's a good callback to when they um remember like that was season one, right? It was when mm -hmm. they figured out how to do that stuff. That's good. I because like it'll, I'm guessing it's gonna come in handy again at some point. Yes, well, and uh, as Rip tries one, <sighs> both delicious and impressive. <laughs> it was like, yeah, was good stuff. Really? I was into that. This is starting to feel like that okay. kind of Star Trek, that cheese that I like on okay. Star Trek. You know what I mean? And well, like I like, the same thing. Oh, I, I liked it too. But I was, it, it yeah. just, his delivery is just the really? Rip Hunter, the, the, Rip being Rip always fucking yeah. makes me roll my eyes a little bit. <laughs> Delicious and impressive. Pats him on the back. I would have preferred a home enjoy, but <laughs> toffee, Mr. Rich, Toblerone. <laughs> so well, it's, all, it's already a, basically a big Toblerone, <laughs> the, the, like one of those ones you get under the Christmas tree, the gigantic one, just like three of those lined up. <laughs> oh, easy, Cucklunk just opens up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> It's one of those terrible chocolate eggs from Germany that have a plastic toy inside of them. Uh, Kinder, Kinder Spreads, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like those a lot. I, 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 you actually said that in German. You, you, you went, I like those a lot. No, I like them quite a bit. <laughs> so the alarm goes off and Thawne's like, this can't be happening. They're not smart enough for this to be happening. I And I always, I always pop for Oh, these idiots fucking did something right, which becomes a trope on the show. They're just mm -hmm. a bunch of idiots. So they're back on the ship. Like, you know, how'd it go? Or Nick says, piece of cake. And like, piece of cake? That was hard. He's like, no, I want a piece of cake and a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, cake and beer, I have to say, been there, done it. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it depends on the cake. It's both. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I'll drink beer with just about anything. <laughs> Jelly beans? <laughs> sure. Oh, man. Beer and sour kids? Now we're talking. Mm. So the spear reforms, and the and then, you know, they're like, oh, we got to destroy it. So Mick burns it in the first of 
a lot of Lord of the Rings references. The fire reveals the message. And I'm like, what are we doing here? That, like, when as this is all kind of like showing up each one and like absolute power corrupts. Like, fuck, what, what the fuck are you guys trying to? You're trying to be clever here. Is that what this is? Because well, you're, you're coming off as dumb. <laughs> like at this point, it feels kind of dumb. And I know, like, and then it's like, and that's how he got the idea for the whole thing. It's like how Forrest Gump learned how to dance from it's a, Oh, Spider-Man. God. It's so much. It's so. I don't mind a, in the Lucas one where she's delivering. Remember when Amaya is delivering the lines from the movie and you said it was charming because she's not like, aware of that right. in this you have characters who are aware of it and like maybe you could call it a fellowship huh, huh? Yes, maybe yes. It, and it uh, uh, if it was only a little bit i could let that pass it's non-stop no. this whole <laughs> episode i don't even like lord of the rings that much so yeah. it's just yeah. i never read the books the movies oh, really fun. i love the i love the books and uh, oh man when the those are an accomplishment oh no i i didn't see them in the theater my wife and i no my wife and i um ordered the at the time the ultimate dvd sets Mm -hmm. of each with the uncut director's cuts and we made these afternoons out of them as they arrived finally Mm-hmm. and had a wonderful time and i enjoyed mm-hmm. them immensely um, mm-hmm. i haven't gone yeah, I back went, and like, rewatched them though we would go to like midnight screenings maybe, uh, okay like, for when they when they first came out um and then the, yeah christine watch, tries to watch them every every christmas yeah we love uh, yeah, i don't know i like i i thought the hobbits were atrocious they, i didn't like, see the hobbits I just... well i only saw the first one but i was just like you're really gonna stretch this out for two more fucking three and a half three that's hours what i was see i didn't read the hobbit but i'm aware of the length of the yes, books and i'm like going sure. wait a minute it was such a cash grab man it sucked uh so i just became like just not interested mm. but i, I, I Although I did love the um, the joke in Clerks too, where Randall's going. Let me, let me describe those all three of those movies. And he's just walking, walking. Yes, like, yeah, I guess. But then it leads up to like the, the talks about shitting in his mouth and stuff. <laughs> like that movie, Kevin Smith. How bad is a lot of his films aged, man? I love Kevin Smith. Really? Oh, I'm really? a Kevin Smith. I've met Kevin Smith. I'm a huge. We're yeah. from. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Um, yeah. I now um, I'm more of a fan now of his podcasts than anything else because his podcasts really? are, are outstanding. That's what it's yeah. all about now: the podcasts and the live shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've met him. He's a lovely, uh, lovely person. And uh, we're, t- we're, 50, we're both fifty year old comic geeks from the same part of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. There's like. There's a, there's a, there's a, I always felt a slight bond. And I'll tell you, Clerks was a fucking documentary because I knew every single one of those fucking people. Yeah, it was but were they that bad so realistic to me. Were they that bad of an actor? No, no. But <laughs> All your movie, friends, you knew that many bad actors? Okay, but here's the thing. That, that was just it. That was made on credit cards and him selling his comic book collection and hiring local yeah. actors from his high school. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and... and, and 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 Blair Witch was made for nothing to either, and I I believe those actors in that fucking movie. Well, right, I just I hated the acting. Movie. I 
I like yeah. look, I loved I it love when Clark. I was a, a teenager. When I was a teenager, I, I go back and I watch it now, and it's so like hey. oh, he I just still love me it. out. Yeah. I, I still love he, it. I didn't just, I didn't like I didn't like mall rats like when it came out. My I just friends yeah. loved it. I didn't like mall rats. And I fell in love with Chasing Amy. I still, I still adore Chasing Amy as problematic as he's admitted. He's like, yeah, I made a movie about a lesbian who briefly falls in love with a guy, and he and he roll he rolls his eyes at the premise. But the Jason Lee performance in that movie is mm-hmm. so funny, and Dogma I adore. Mm-hmm. I adore Dogma. Jay and Silent Bob, uh, the first one. I thought I still think is very funny and everything after that, I don't care for. And I saw everything after that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Everything after yeah. that. So like how, like, that's like, how long has it. it been, man? <laughs> Since oh no, he's done. It. He's done. He just, he just did Jay and silent Bob reboot. I know, I know. And I had, and he even joked, he's like, everyone's in it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in it. People, Affleck, all of them are in it. And he jokingly calls, he goes, it's my heart attack movie. I had a heart attack. And everyone felt bad and ruined my movie. Mm-hmm. I rented it. I watched it. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. I'm just so over him. Like that whole scene, man, just doesn't do it for me anymore. There was a time I, see, I, I just, was like, I still love him. Yeah. Like, but yeah. But I listen to podcasts with him talking about comic books and, in superhero movies and mm-hmm. shit. so i just like i think about that movies. like nowadays i just think of him and that tweet he gave about his wife about his taint and like is the grossest thing and it just like he just like I don't know something what you're talking about about. grosses me out it's become a well-known tweet mm-hmm. about how he like gave like an homage to him and mentions like oh, just disgusting parts about himself <laughs> um and it's just people have used it as it's become like put up as this uh shining beacon of just maybe the most stomach churning tweet of ever i don't know i'd have to find it for you i just yeah i probably think it was funny so there yeah you go. but yeah, anyways so they and so then we get this though they see the latin on the the spear and they go anyone here speak latin and so and like gideon maybe no we have to go get Nate. i that little bit I, oh don't know what to do. Guess we got to go get Nate, who's mourning his grandpa. And, and you have a computer right there. You could. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that got to me. Um, so, but they get Nate out of his funk because he figures it out that it says born of blood, undone by blood. And he figures out that they need Jesus's blood to break the sphere. And Sarah says, Gideon, set a course for the crucifixion. And I like to think the rest of this scene was a recreation of when Greg Berlanti went to the CW executives and pitched that they're going to go to the crucifixion because Rip goes, no, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the time paradox, paradox stuff. And he ends with, we cannot go there ever. I was like, that was in the notes to Berlanti. You think you so? Not go- oh, I'm just I, just, I just thought it, it was, or, like or it could have been like really like, uh, like that makes sense. Like you got to draw some, create some boundaries. Well, man. the way they explain it. Yes. But the uh, language. Like I, like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. Like that was one of my favorite parts of, the, of this episode. Was oh, no, I, yeah. yeah. Like I like yeah. that. Um, uh, 
I don't know. I was kind of, I was giving the creator uh, credit there, like whoever came up with that. Yeah. Well, I hope it's, I hope that, I hope, so I do hope I. a bunch of people tell, saying no. Well, so do I. No, I, I'm, I agree with you. My, yeah, okay. my, my humorous um, idea oh, was that <laughs> because he uses the term, you cannot go there ever. I'm like, that sounds something out of memo. You know, ah. we don't go there. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but I do like that they show that there are some things that have happened in time that you cannot even risk fucking up. Yeah. It would. Yeah, it's fascinating. And uh, so I'd love to see the legends at the crucifixion. Mick bumbles around drunk on wine. Yeah. I'll get him shut down. <laughs> If they get canceled, they're just gonna go out with a fucking bang. She makes out with Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Sarah does, right? Yep. <laughs> so Nate recalls the myth of Sir Gawain and the Grail, but he'd read uh something by an unpublished uh it was an un- unpublished work that uh the idea that Sir Gawain didn't have the Grail, but he had the actual blood of Christ. And he read this in an unpublished paper by Tolkien, who just then is in the north of France fighting in World War I during the Battle of the Somme. And it's funny, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a whole, they've got a fucking time machine guy. This time, I'm like, yeah, they need Tolkien, who knows this myth. Mm-hmm. That shit's buried. Just get them from another fucking time and mm-hmm. go there when it's not World War One. And mm-hmm. it, that fucking bothered me this time. That it bothered me this yeah. time. Like, Wait a minute, huh? <laughs> I don't. And then and then when it's just like just kind of just sticking out a little bit under the. I mean, they had the the spear to help them find it. Oh, when they find it, just sticking it. It's in a pile of dirt in a crater. Oh, I know. I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> This is a three-part act of a the finale, and right. part one is the weakest of it. The, mm. the setup to get where they're going is the weakest. I see. So once it's all formed, like that's the beginning of the yeah. end. I get it. Yeah, and you can see that happening. Yeah, yeah, but boy, because another thing is, as we all know, Mick, you know, turns on the legends again, and uh, and it's yeah. all because. Well, I look. They, they've actually made jokes about it, about you know, like, oh, Nick's betrayed us a bunch of times, like later on. Yeah. And this one doesn't bother me, but really? they really let. Well, because he's being tempted by the spear. The spear's tempting them, much like a certain ring. But yeah, yeah, I guess I see your over, point. I see your point. Again. And but they really lay into them, you know, telling Mick what to do in this episode, just nonstop, you know, nonstop. You know, Hold this, do this, you know, because they need that for their narrative of oh, they don't care about you, Mick. Right, right. Really right. lay it on heavy. Like even Stein calls him brain damaged again. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing they haven't called him is fat or drunk, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but he asked for cake. He asked for cake and beer. beer. So we and beer. Yeah. Cake and beer. It's delicious. Cake That's and a, pie. A, go fuck yourself. Um, it's like in. Yeah, it's like in rent. Cake and beer. All the Bohem. Lovey Bohem. <laughs> well, I had some friends who were in love with that show. Yeah. It was rent. Yeah, yeah. Like rent. I thought it was fine. Like it. It's, oh, it's got some like uh 
super it's a it's a christmas musical actually I might start playing it. it drives my wife crazy i used to play it every every because yeah, that, that's what you want to hear at christmas yeah <laughs> people buy a bunch of junkies dying, dying of AIDS 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 AIDS, AIDS 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 well that's the joke in uh, uh no, that's World the line Place. that's Everybody's what i was singing gonna... yeah yeah that, that was one of the movies that made me laugh harder than any movie i've ever seen i yeah for I, i've only seen that's it nice. once and I just, me and yeah, my I best friend Brad were too. on the fucking floor the whole goddamn time. <laughs> but speaking of holiday movies, bring this up right mm-hmm. now. My nephew is, they're just, his parents are trying to get him to start to read the Harry Potter books. And he's been, he's kind of getting there. He's 10. So he's trying to get through the first one. But they they want you to read them and then we'll watch the movies. That lasted you know, three weeks. So they just got done with the order of the Phoenix last night. And I've been mm-hmm. watching a lot over the shoulders. I've seen more of these movies than I've ever seen. And it, it didn't quite hit me. I, I kind of knew because there was one channel that used to show them all at Christmas. Yeah. But watching them, I go, oh, these all feel like a lot of these all kind of feel like Christmas movies. You know, mm-hmm. they feel very Christmassy to me. Yeah. And they always have a Christmas scene at some point. Mm. Oh, they do. I, yeah, Christmas at all guts. So far, I've, I've, I think my favorite one is uh, Azkaban, from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, that's the one that. Uh, who directed that one? Oh, oh the Spanish uh, fellow did, he, took over. He, for he Mama, Alfonso Cuaron. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yeah. That that's uh, I. I only saw the first four. I thought first two are automatic pilot, like probably. Like the 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 subject. first Columbus movies, you yeah, know. yeah. But like the uh, the source material is so good that you know even he couldn't you know ruin it. Like not that Chris Columbus is a bad director. I read for Chris Columbus. I got oh, really? A, yeah, for I love oh no, you, I'd take man. Chris, I love you, Beth Chris Cooper. Columbus is great, but yeah, oh man. that movie. He's just I, like I he's like blue chips, right? He just does. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say he did. Yeah. What, didn't he do Gremlins? No. That's um Dante Dante Joe Dante. That's Joe Dante. Who, what the fuck? You might have done Columbus do something. He did like Mrs. Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire, okay. those types, right? Um, but uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Which <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but uh, that third one has just like so much a sense of style. I the clothes yeah, they wear is cooler, and um, like the little things like when he's flying with the Griffin. And like you'd get a like the the talon just kind of skims across the surface of the water. Like that's such a touch. That's only that's coming from somebody better than Chris Columbus. <laughs> Sorry, or somebody who's who's like gonna, going to not just going to go out there and shoot those fish in the barrel. Who's going to try something different? You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. I oh, remember completely. Really I, yeah, I, I noticed that as well. Um, yeah. I also think it almost kind of works if you're. If your children growing up with the movies, much like children grew up with the books, the movies mm-hmm. get a, become more complex, you know, and the movies themselves become a little better, you know, than yeah. not as just, hey, it's a fun kids movie. You know, like the first one feels like a fun kids movie. Right. You know? I, I mean, a really fun kids movie, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to change the world. But that third one, like, oh, this has a... Yeah, I don't know yeah, whose fingerprints these are, but this, you know, this feels yeah. great. And, yeah. and I did, of course, I never read any of them. Mm-hmm. But the last one, Deathly Hollows, 
I was at a friend's house and they had it in the bathroom. And, you know, I'm saying it's where you go to read, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I just went, oh, how does this fucking thing end? You know, and I'm flipping through and I just happen to find the scene where Mrs. Weasley kills. The, what's her name? The when she's going to kill Ginny and she's like, get away from my daughter, you bitch. And she kills, you know, yeah. what's her face? You know, the, the chick. You know, you know the chick from all the you know the Tim I don't, I don't like I like I only like I kind of tuned out uh after four as well. Oh I thought you read them all. No, I have only read up till four. I mean my wife's oh, okay. Well that was a wonderful scene and uh yeah. and, and uh the movie it was on I fast forwarded to that scene so I could just watch it and I've never watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> now I kinda wanna find that scene. That's hilarious. So, Thawne's going nuts with Damien Dark. Uh, and apparently Dark and Merlin have been sent to find the Calabras manuscript, which we don't find out what it is until the end. And Thawne calms down right away. He goes, wait a minute. We'll just steal the spear from the legends. And Dark's like saying, okay, we're losing. Time to change the game. He says, not just us. So like, oh, okay, they're going to bring somebody in. So they find out that Tolkien has trench fever. And... Uh, and uh, the boys are going to go get her, uh, get him. And uh, Sarah sends a Maya with him, but she's being tempted by the spear. She wants to stay behind. And it's, she's getting tempted by the spear to change her destiny. It's speaking to her. And but Sarah makes her go. So World War One, behind, you know, in the camp mm-hmm. you know, where, where the mash unit is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There's a bunch of wisecracking surgeons. Yes. And, uh, so I like the way it was shot. Looked really good. Again, like I thought it looked really direction, good. Like all the stuff that Adam was talking about last week is really exactly. carried over into into this episode for sure. Especially mm. the, uh, all the World War One stuff. No, oh, I thought it, I thought all the World War One stuff looked great. Yeah, in, in this one. So Amaya and Mick have to go search the hospital, and Rip, Ray, and Nate are going to go into the trenches. So uh, the actress who plays Amaya gets to use her real accent here. You know, yeah. That's if, right. if, if Jack's Ken, she gets one too. Yeah, yeah. And she's horrified by war. And uh, a nun or a nurse gives Mick a, some bread to hand out to the wounded. And he starts eating the fucking bread. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I was a little peckish. And, and then he just beer. tosses it into the, the guy who's got like an open wound on his yeah. chest. Here you there go. You go. Ow. 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 <laughs> it's, it's sticking out of a gaping wound <laughs> inside. <laughs> so all of a sudden he sees snart he sees his homeboy and he thinks he's an illumination (laughs) and proceeds to tell him the entire plan of what they're gonna do yeah we're gonna get the blood of jesus and break the fucking spear and it's okay for me to tell you because you're clearly an illumination in my head and he's fucking with him and then punches him in the face does that feel like a hallucination and this all feels like someone let the the Mick being fooled by Snart as none of this never felt like it made any sense to me from the first time I watched this mm-hmm. because I'm like okay so when he was seeing him in his head was that him like being flashed through time by the reverse flash to fuck with him from the beginning but but which they never say because i remember thinking oh that would be a cool twist as to why he was i i just assume that they don't supposed to be well it's never no no apparently it's 
the original time it was in his head this time it wasn't and it does it didn't work at all for that's me that's a shame that's it too didn't. bad it, it was, they should it, have found uh, a way to just make it a twist like wow he was finding a way to get on the ship this whole time wow crazy that's all i would have i would have added is thawne yeah. was when, when yeah just give us like that kobayashi or whatever at the back of the give yeah, us yeah, that yes. usual suspects like him lose a lose exactly. somebody loses a limp <laughs> no exactly because the way you could look with this time travel shows all you had to do was when maybe this got left on the fucking writer's room floor because i said ah, who gives a shit but mm. when dark says let's go get captain cold and then let's start flashing him through recent time to fuck with mick and we'll have a payoff. You know, we yeah. could do that because we could travel through time too. It's like, oh, that, that would have just made it all make sense and I would have loved I it. So. As it is was, oh, you used to be a hallucination at the beginning of the season and now you're not. And, but, and if, if Snart had been like, what are you talking about? He's always like, of course, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a hallucination. It's like, oh, why would he know? Uh, uh, it this bothered me when it first yeah, aired it yeah. still bothers me yeah it just doesn't fit it just doesn't fit <laughs> what also doesn't fit is is captain cold standing around in the middle of world war one in his modern clothes and no outfit. one's fucking yeah. noticing aye, aye, aye. at all i mean i guess there's a war on but wouldn't someone mm-hmm. be like who the fuck is that guy mm-hmm. <laughs> so Nate Ray and Rip find Tolkien and he's suffering from trench fever. And we have like the, oh, the actor played Tolkien is really good. It's okay, really good. I was about, okay, let's talk about yeah. it now, my friend. Now, yeah. if anyone, if you're just tuning in for the first time and in this season, um, we've started a, a new recurring bit and uh, yeah, it's, I it's, forgot. Called, <laughs> it's called how many Capones? Now, this is a reference to, as, as we talked about earlier, the Chicago way, where we got treated to a remarkable performance of Al Capone. So bad, <laughs> so bad that yeah. we we said from now on, when we meet a real historical character, mm-hmm. we're going to say, how many Capones? And oh. it's 10 is the worst. Yeah. One is the best. And say so one for sure is definitely. I agree. One, one yeah. Capone for this guy. Yeah. But he had the benefit of nobody really knows. Like, there's no caricature of of Tolkien. You know what I mean? That everybody knows. You know what I mean? So he, there's no chance of him having it up. Oh, he's doing he's doing that classic <laughs> Tolkien bit. <laughs> you know, John. You know, J.R.R. Yeah. <laughs> okay true but but yeah but 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 really good really understated and some good like just kind of um like the way like i know even with the shitty material when he's having to like be reflected by the Mm -hmm. the the long speech his his like uh his expressions are awesome and believable i I thought he was very good uh, as well and i also liked how he just pretty quickly joins in and he's a fucking superhero and i was like i like that you know you know the i've seen that in other comic book you know team-ups with Hmm. uh, historical figures where suddenly just being around superheroes causes guys who are authors to suddenly be like i have courage and because they want to they want uh, you know girls to to, to, to they want to influence more people or to think that see we're we're all basically the same (laughs) So, no, in the trenches, though, 
we we meet this British commander who's just the look. I'm in the middle of a leadership course. This guy would fail this course. He's just screaming at them. They're all dying. He's like, get up, you lousy trench rats. Mm. You lazy good for nothing. So I was like, that is not motivational speaking, sir. Maybe in the, at the turn of the century, that's what it was, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would just <laughs> trench rats. So, um, Nate has a terrible Cockney accent here. Which I like because they played her, they paid it back. Like, yeah, yeah, in a, in a subtle way. That's the way you, you pay it off. Like, because I was like, yeah, that wasn't very good. But then the way, what was it? He was in Mary Poppins or something. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that because Tolkien goes, he goes, Well, I knew you weren't really British because of that terrible accent. And he's like, I'll play a bet and Mary Poppins in the fourth yeah. grade. I did. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why he was just going back to that sense memory. That's what that was, right? <laughs> it's really funny. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Nice way to subtly tell that joke, right? Because we kind of remembered his shitty accent. <laughs> Dick Van Dykes. Yeah, I never noticed that when I was a kid. I didn't notice that was a shitty accent. No, I'm talking about Nate. I'm talking about Nate's bad accent, right? Okay, and well, then being reminded of it like, later, um, like that's why he tried it mm-hmm. because, yeah. No, I know, I know. Okay, okay. so <laughs> I was bringing up Dick Van Dyke, who had the shitty Cockney accent that he's yeah. talking about. That's the yeah, this joke is meta upon me meta, my friend. Me mother gave me nose a tweet. <laughs> Told me all was bad. Then yeah. one day I learned the word that saved my aching nose. <laughs> ah, Mr. Rory, steal us an ambulance, will you? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's one thing after another with that. Um, so Gideon cures Tolkien. Uh, and at first he's like, hey, what are you talking about? Spirit destiny. There's a war on you, fools. And they convince him pretty quickly. And he's like... And they go, well, tell me more. And he's, well, it's a long story. He's like, oh, I like long stories. And then Nate's like, yeah, he sure does. Eh, eh. Like, I'm like, yes. ugh. I want, that's, yeah. Where's my, where's my old know. TV brick? I had the. <laughs> and like, oh, also that, that guy calls him a fool of a Tolkien. A but, fool uh, of like a Tolkien. Yes, that's yeah, another one. Yeah. So these other like just throwing everything. In. See, that would have been fine. That's kind of like if you can throw in little things like that, you're like, ah. Well, that one was fool of a Tolkien. I didn't get until I saw it in the IMDb and went, okay, oh, yeah, that yeah. that's 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 deep dive and I, I like it, but it's non-stop. <laughs> See, that's the, the kind of stuff that you could have pulled off with, because and because it is known, it's well documented that he. Uh, got the ideas from being in the trenches of, of like which is also yeah man which is also in the indv which we're about to get to awesome <laughs> maya it, so he needs a vast library to figure it out and they got gideon maya's being tempted and she's talking to sarah about seeing her future and what happens to her family in her village and she's like well look you know your granddaughter goes through a lot but she's a hero she's a you know she's a superhero and Mick's staring at the spear. He's being tempted. Stein basically runs in and says, don't put it up your asshole. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, oh, what happened to your eye? He's like, oh, snort punch me. He's like, wait, you know, that's a hallucination. He goes, he goes, must be just some minor brain damage. And he's like, almost going to kill him. And then Sarah comes out and orders him to go along with the rest of them. He's like, you're going to church because they figured out that... Um, what they need to find is at this cathedral. So right now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you ready to say goodbye to 2020 for good? 
then do it in style with your pals at Mystery Titans Theater and the live New Year's Eve Spectacular. Join your hosts, Travis Waloshin, Johnny Hedgepeth, and the returning Kelly Nelson as we sit back and watch the exploits of such timeless entertainers as Bruce Monroe, Swede Hansen, and Barry O. Celebrate the turning of the clock from coast to coast as the fellows are joined throughout the night by Mystery Titans Theater favorites James Hamilton, Max Mitchell, Robert Hawkins, Zubin Sundar, Mark Stanley, Sean Whitaker, and new friends Robert Charlton and Brad McNeil, and many more. The fun starts here at Mystery Titans Theater HQ, Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and 7 Pacific, and we won't say goodnight until the new year has reached Vancouver. It's going to be a party, so subscribe on YouTube for more updates, and let us know if there's a card you'd like to see on the Mystery Titans Theater New Year's Eve Live Spectacular. Hey, welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to um, The Last Temptation of Mick Rory, uh, <laughs> we've got some plugs. Uh, yeah. What we got going on, T? Yeah. As I said last week, uh, Yours, Mine, and the Truth, the episode with Brad McNeil, The 100th Luft Balloon, where we talk about the soundtracks for Gross Point Blank, Boogie Nights, and The Wedding Singer, and the two volumes and the songs we like the best. That is up. Okay, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. What was the, the second movie you said? Gross Point Blank, Boogie the Nights, other one. and The say, Wedding Singer. Say, say Boogie Nights again. Boogie Nights. Boogie. 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 A, every time I hear you say it, it sounds like you're saying boogie. Yeah. It's boogie. Yeah? You're not allowed to pronounce the, the double O there? No, not, like, that's not how you I'm boogie, buddy. It's boogie I'm shoes. Interesting. I have to go back and listen. Yeah, interesting. Now, Anyways. Dude, I'm just busting balls, but believe me, it's it's one of those little accent things I picked up on. Like, yeah. because it wasn't just you. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, really? it was like boogie. Yeah. Boogie nights. <laughs> Jersey is boogie. Boogie nights. Mm. Yeah. So, anyways, like uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh check that out. Otherwise, uh, yeah, well, we just we just did Mystery Titan Theater. Last, yes, we did uh, Saturday with my brother and our, and my our buddy Nazzy. It was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. I'm really glad you got to meet uh, my bro, and they all they both said they had a great time. So oh, that's good. Tell them I from to, them. Yeah, next yeah. time you talk to them, especially your brother, tell them I said hi, man. Paul's will, Paul's, sure. Paul's awesome. Yeah, that's, that was a great experience, and we'll do it again in two weeks. This will be the last mm-hmm. official one of of uh 2020 with uh, our buddy james we're going to close it up with some 86 kind of across uh all of north america that some 86 uh, yes. era wrestling um so that should be fun uh but then as you as you guys heard during the during the break there the new year's eve live spectacular johnny will be there i'll be there mm-hmm. the great kelly t nelson will be there and a and a, and a huge uh long cast of, of thousands yeah, Nora thousands. says she wants to join us for some of it. So, who? Uh, my my daughter. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we'll be. So uh, as I keep you saying, beat me to the punch. I was gonna have Dresden on it. So I got we'll yeah. have them both on. Sweet, sounds great. Um, and 
uh yeah so subscribe on on youtube to jarvis washing machine one one name guys and uh even if you, if you can't make it i need subscribers i need to uh, yeah. it, it's going up it's been going up it's been increasing and i should i should hit the number that i want to hit uh before new year's uh but but please if you can't subscribe on YouTube. i i put it to you listeners of this show who maybe aren't interested in wrestling even if it's just us goofing on it who have different other things to do on new year's eve it'll really really help us out if you just go to youtube and subscribe to uh say it again jarvis washing machine one word just do that it's all we ask we're not asking you for any money we don't no, have a patreon nope. just not do- yet <laughs> not yet well okay, sh- keep it on the fucking down yeah. <laughs> oh no we're not going to be asking when that when the time comes we're going to be fucking telling yeah <laughs> demanding <laughs> But yeah, that's the big that's the big thing that we're all kind of zooming in on here. I mean, we're wrap, we're almost wrapping up season two here, man. That's exciting. We I know, and then we're going to take a little this. break. It, it's yeah. all the time out right for Christmas. I mean, I know it it is worked. It's worked out really nicely, actually. Mm-hmm. So, before we get back to the show, I am DB curious, mm-hmm. and uh, I like that I, uh, I that I made those early uh, Tolkien uh, connections. Yeah, I got oh, pretty deep into it. I got pretty deep a into ton it. Of that. It was a ton oh, wow. of that. I love the books. I love the books, actually. Well, then you'd be interested in this piece of trivia, which is on the mm-hmm. IMDb. The title is an homage and reference to J.R.R. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Whoa! <laughs> You're right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I did notice that one. You know what else? That guy's a, that guy's a Tolkien head. <laughs> Do you know what else? what 23 of 23 found that interesting yeah. <laughs> give me a break the pretty easy audience <laughs> hmm. well, in com- in- okay good comparison imagine those people <laughs> during this episode okay now we've we've made fun of the um, uh, military uniform obsessives but this one yeah. i don't know this one doesn't bother me so much maybe you can figure out why but during this episode nate is seen wearing an inf shoulder pin on his british uniform this is the shoulder title which was used by the canadian infantry battalion Hmm. a part of the canadian expeditionary force cef which would have fought at the battle of flares clark on 15th through september 20 uh september 15th through the 22nd 1916 legends of tomorrow and its sister uh cw shows are all filmed in vancouver canada Ha, so that might have been a nice little shout out. <laughs> Maybe that's, a, yeah, they're trying to just include. Okay, it's just, hey, we were there. We were there. The Canadians were there. Six of seven. Found, oh, only six? Oh, yeah. Well, nobody gives a shit about Canadian facts. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a no. I, I, bet you, I could put that. I could put that as a response to that, and I'd get 23. <laughs> 23 out of 23. And one last thing, Travis. We got goofs. Yeah yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of what else can we do i feel like we've bled the, all the blood from that stone of, of him being a widow. yeah uh, uh, i'm not going mama. out on the town i'm going out on the town i want to find fuck. you a new mama nah it's gonna be like i how are things looking what do you think i got needs <laughs> well can't mourn forever max i'm a grown-ass man <laughs> 
we're gonna keep no we're gonna keep this going he's gonna meet someone oh, that's why, yeah see that's why I, did, I didn't want it to just be him like i got as much as we can from the morning uh no that's morning. a morning is a process yeah, Travis. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get to it yeah. i mean okay. i want him to be more like um when it's all said and done like well, I, I assume you've got this in the back of your mind here like a kind of a kurt van houten type like just a real loser oh no no he's never going to win yeah. <laughs> he's goofy yeah. <laughs> he could use that wrinkle that'd be a good modern wrinkle with uh, uh a, a dad who tries but is just a fucking loser just Boy, a, a dog Boy, have you met? No, maybe his wife didn't die. She's like just found a new guy she's like a personal <laughs> trainer ran off with a personal trainer I thought like that a little he better. told he's been lying to max all this time uh, yeah. about, about her dying yeah. but this goof though i did find interesting this isn't uh something ridiculous in curing tolkien's case of trench fever the legends are potentially creating a huge time aberration as his illness was the reason why he survived <laughs> the war and went home and was taken off the front lines and he became a successful writer right. and everyone he knew in the war, except for one close friend was killed in action. Almost his entire battalion was killed in action. And, but if he had been cured, they would have, they'd even said, to him, well, we had to drop him back off, you know? So yeah. Now well, maybe he'll just get a, maybe get like trench fever again. He's going to get a quick, quick wafer of the, of the vapors of the, uh, of the, oh, uh, if you know that uh, trench, <laughs> what did you call it again? It's, it's definitely coming on trench fever. Or your orders history. Trench fever, trench fever. He just wants to get trench home and fever. start and start start writing. Or, I'm or, not made for this. Or or history like just will recorrect itself, and this time he's just uh, scarred with mustard gas, and that's what sets him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I heard like when he was under, that's when he started to like imagine all these worlds. Mm -hmm. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, when uh, Mordor was based on the battle we're watching. Sure. Apparently. Yeah, like as we say, yeah, yeah. They got to take it to the middle of hell. All right, we have a review. One out of 10 <laughs> from Little Storping in the Swuff 9, who I've read some of his stuff before. I just, uh -huh. just, I just remember. Uh, quote, a fan is what you're saying. I am, quote, so predictable. One again, the Legion of Morons can't keep the spear safe. If brains were chocolate, this bunch collectively wouldn't have enough to fill an M&M. Huh. And only one out of six people found this helpful. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I thought that was just his lead, man. I thought, no, I thought I was he about was keeping to get... it short and sweet. He's yeah. working snappy. He's doing vaudeville. Yeah. I like well, it. Well, uh, well I, I'm afraid I got to side with the other five. <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> I needed more. I needed more. That was a great start, but I wanted a bit more, man. I tell you, okay, <laughs> yeah, stick it to these chumps. Eminem, what's next? What else you got? No, no. Good night. That's it. Good That's night, it. everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I don't want to say these guys are dumb, but they are not very smart. We'll see you next week <laughs> on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Which was so funny because they're canceled. Uh, Black, like you told you, Black Lightning got canceled. After this coming season, same thing with Supergirl. And there's people trolling the hardcore Legends fans. Mm -hmm. that signed the petition to stop them from canceling Legends of Tomorrow. And it's never been reported that they're canceling Legends of Tomorrow. It's people yeah. literally doing it to try to fuck with people, which oh, 
<laughs> are you sure it's just not like people are paranoid? Well, no, because it, you, the reactions you're seeing is people don't listen to this. There's from a uh, fake website. I see. I see. People are That's spreading right. this just to be assholes. Hmm. That sucks. Now, if they announce tomorrow that they said, yeah, we're canceling Legends of Tomorrow after the next season, I wouldn't be surprised in the least. All right. And uh, like we said, six seasons is not bad, you know, uh, if that is what happens. But not too shabby, man. But of them all, because Arrow's gone, Flash remains a hit. And this has a hardcore fan base. Mm-hmm. And we saw what they did with Supernatural with something that gets you know decent ratings and has a hardcore fan base. So you know, who knows? But so they're in the cathedral. Mick finds a goblet. He wants to steal it. And they're like, bad boy, don't steal that. And Nate uses it to reflect the sun and the rubies. And there's an emerald. And it's all, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark stuff to the point yeah, where they mentioned. I thought they were trying to reveal something there. They did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like they when did. it first lit it up, it looked really like something fast. magic was happening. Yeah. It was, uh, no, they were revealing stuff like Indiana Jones. They were they're doing a full in, down to the point where, oh, uh, in these cathedrals uh, where the knights were buried, they used to plant traps for those not worthy. I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, hold on. Right. One movie at a time, buddy. Yeah. One movie at a fucking time. Yeah. And they find Sir Gawain in a column. Uh, and, but he doesn't have the blood. He, and the, the, there's apparently a map on his, right. on his that's shield. What that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they got from him. So it's, yeah. Yeah. And but they're confronted by Snart, and everyone can see him this time, or at least they, this time they're acknowledging that they can yeah, see him. Yeah. All those other times they were just fucking with Mick. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and Damien Dark's there too. And they tell the legends, they're like, Oh, so we know what you're up to. Uh, thanks for the tip, Mick. And the Germans attack because for some reason the German army listens to Damien Dark because he could speak German which I don't understand why that's happening. Mm-hmm. He's not an, he's not pretending to be a German officer. Oh, there's a lot in this one. Like right. you said, once again, the three put together makes a lot of this forgivable because it all fucking is a lot of fun and works from here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. the way they get there. Yeah. And, um, so. And just because it's like tied to the deeper stakes they've already established. Uh, and mm. and have a and you can tell there's a direction they're headed to, yeah. There's just a, this yeah. This was a bump. This was a bump in the road. All overall, and it's there's still, a enjoyable. Like there's a still enjoyable. Still enjoyable. Still enjoyable because they're all still cooking and everybody's good. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, this was of the, you know, this is still a, a you know a, one of the better episodes of of season one for sure. It would would have stood out. Oh, yeah, but amazingly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, and again, it's a lot of like uh, this isn't a show that the show is a show that has a lot of one offers, and so in this one to set up for the big finale, they fitting a lot in on top of hey, look, it's Tolkien and a ton of fucking movie references. Uh, there's again a lot. Yeah, and so uh, they're fighting the the legends get away, and Snart's like, "You don't really care about these you know, losers, do you, Mick? Because they don't care about you." And they confront Mick on the Wave Rider about telling Snart, calling him stupid. You know, oh, you're just you know, 
you're acting like a thug again. And even then, I'm like, oh, that's what snort. It's like, oh, that's what snort said 20 minutes ago. And this mm-hmm. is not a coincidence that they used the word thug, which I didn't like that either. Mm-hmm. And I did like when he turns to Sarah and he's like, oh, so how do you feel about it, Captain? Because I, I just anything with their relationship, yeah, I, I enjoy. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, even with the spear, I don't like him turning on them again. Yeah, it's it's the last <laughs> time it happens. Yeah. Okay, it's the last time it happens. There's plenty of times he's like, "Don't fucking care, gonna go get drunk," you know. Yeah. But he doesn't turn on them yeah. again. Yeah, because uh, so they don't make. If they made it more clear that he was tempted by the spear. Or they made it more clear that he's been being fucked with by Snart and the Legion all this time. Or that he's hearing his mom and dad and that's like maybe that's the first time he's getting that because we don't have we don't hear about him having an attachment to his parents, obviously. It's been then it, finally it's all of a sudden they hinted at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they hint at it. But why not go all in on that then? Like give yeah. us something, give me more of a like a reason to uh, to believe that all right he's gonna flip again and he's just gonna have to it's starting we're wandering into a big show territory here yeah it, it, the... it, does, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it just felt again is it felt it forced like all the constant yeah, yeah. and it starts they're to really lose, yelling lose at him meaning. they're really yeah. yelling at him a lot because up until this point the only person who's treated him like shit is stein on this show mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. else is it likes mm-hmm. Mick. who needs you you know in in this one everyone's acting like gideon gideon when did you turn into betty boop <laughs> gideon. Pretty good. i'd like that betty boop <laughs> be pretty- let's let's go everybody ready to boopy doop <laughs> oh god oh, fan- that's a fanfic motherfucker right mm-hmm. there mm. i like an older stately british chick oh by the way when Adam made that uh, the joke about that's the person who says Red Dwarf is coming up next uh, last yes. time. I yes. laughed so hard I almost yes. had a heart attack. Yeah. That was he's really good at funniest that. fucking thing. Um, so yeah, Amaya's hearing her mother's voice. Mick's hearing his folks, like you said, and they're saying, "No, don't play with fire, Mick." And they, yeah, again, it's it's three separate temptations that just centered on one and give it that the time. Instead of the three, it just, it, it, just oh, it, it, it bugs me too. And so uh, Tolkien and Nate, you know, they do this bit where he's suffering from shell shock. And mm-hmm. uh, he explains to him, he's like, oh, no, no, you're not you're coward. You're the one who went and got the, uh, the, the rubbing off the, off the shield. And then I guess it's, about, it's something about being on the wave rider. Because he had what I usually call either the Ray Palmer or Professor Stein realization about something that they're not talking about at the moment. Yes. yes. Uh, when Able he to put two and two together. Yeah, when he says, he's like, oh, well, maybe that's why I pre- should be in a library and not a battlefield. Battlefield, eh? Yeah. And picks up the map. I know where Jesus's blood is. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Classic. No, it's, classic. It, it, it's, it literally needed Michael Cole going, classic move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic legends. And it's in the middle of no man's land. And of course, Stein says, 
one cannot simply walk into a war zone. I was like, where's my TV brick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I used to yeah, have yeah. one of those things. The TV brick. Oh, really? That's yeah, hilarious. the foam. It looked like it looked just like a brick, but it was foam. And you throw That's it. hilarious, yeah. dude. I can barely remember those. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. <laughs> it was the best. I love that thing. It was mainly for sports, but I'd use it watching shows like this and annoy my friends. Oh, I'd be using it all the time now. Does it make like a noise? Like no, sound? no, it just That's bounces safely. That's a modern one. Man, we got to bring it back. Okay, well, the one I had as a kid would probably break a modern television, but what TVs we had in the 70s, I think just bounced right off it. <laughs> That's funny. So Amaya said, hey, let's just use the spear. You know, I use magic totems so i can i can figure it out and sarah's like no no making the right decision no but make you know he he's 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 friends with amaya he's like hey she said she could handle it and i say like, not now mick again you know they piling it on so we're back to that opening scene again uh the jj as you pointed out i, I never i never even thought of that until you pointed that out hmm. and so rip and tolkien are trying to get the british commander to agree to a ceasefire and Ray and Steiner with the Germans. When they cut to Ray and Stein looking like extras from Hogan's Heroes, I laughed my fucking balls off. <laughs> and the German is more agreeable to the ceasefire because the British are like, fuck them, you know, it's over. We're gonna we're gonna, we're going to kill them all. And the Germans like, well, if they stop bombing us, you know, we'll we'll right. give it a shot. And the, but so the legends have to fight their way across no man's land. Ray flies into a cannon, sings this, the the laugh from Wipeout, you know, and right. they think it's a gremlin. And I, they, TV brick. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that? That was so weird. I, I didn't. Uh, uh, gremlin. That's an idea for a car. And <laughs> I had a girlfriend who had a purple gremlin. Uh, used to drive me around in it. Yeah. I could have been like, what is that? Some sort of an orc? <laughs> I just needed something, another thing. To... But it's the, oh, yeah. the, it's the, it's the, <laughs> I know. Like, it sounds like, why, why is that here? Why, why is, is that it here? made no sense. It's almost as out of place as Deo. <laughs> Banana boat song. So Rip knocks out the general and he gives that hokey fucking speech and him delivers like, Perhaps, gentlemen, we can all find the humanity in each other. And it goes on and on. And Tolkien, again, his his look of, yes, it, he's good. But I'm like, I'm like, that's a good actor because he's sincerely listening to this horse shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it works. Yeah. And they, you know, this is the whole, you know, they're going to play a little soccer and then Paul McCartney is going to end up with German Paul McCartney's wallet and the wrong pictures. <laughs> what is that from? It's from a music. I think it's simply having, I don't know. It's some, oh, right. Well, I don't know if that's it or it's some Paul McCartney yeah. Christmas song and they do the, the recreation of when the, the Germans, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. The Germans and the British played the soccer on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they were doing that in the background here. And, so the legends again find the blood in in a cask in the crater, just sticking out, and uh, and Nate holds it up, 
and it's just like just like yeah, opens there right it is. Like, how opens old right how up. long is that thing? it's like somebody just left it there three weeks ago Ugh, shit my my it's a good thing this bomb the shell landed here and just ready to go and and the blood inside uh, okay look so this thing could be shot with a fucking mortar and survive much like the spear which was touched with blood is can, can survive but one fucking tommy gun could fucking just and that's the end of the yeah, blood of christ i guess, I, guess. I, guess. I don't know and but my favorite line of the show as Nate's holding, holding it up. Yes. It's the blood of Christ. You're predictable. Yeah. <laughs> Dark. <walks in>. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> and it's snart and dark. And Sarah, she's handed Mick the spear and she's like, come on, get, uh, give it up. Uh, Mick. And he, nope, he turns on him. He's been seduced by the spear and his parents and, cake and beer and snart and too much fucking shit and he tells sarah he feels bad about it wish he wish he could have been different he says amaya come with me we can save your family too i want to save my family too he never gets back into saving his fucking family mm. and and zip 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 reverse flash runs them all away yeah so, after right after like uh rory has one last thing to say to sarah, say to sarah. what yeah, does he say he says um well what does he say he's like i wish things could have been different sir yes yeah yeah that was good that felt real that felt it did. real. i like that again the, the, the little gems is like oh his relationship yeah, it with them. took a long and, time to get there yeah and the blood gets shot the legends retreat amaya tells sarah she fucked up and made the wrong choice all the team's mad at mick but ray who's kind of his buddy kind of points out he's like well we never actually did trust him did we you know, we kind of treated him kind of shitty. You know, none of us actually did trust him. And and Rip says, yes, and this is supposed to be sympathetic. Mm -hmm. Yes, apparently Mr. Rory isn't entirely stupid. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it was weird. So he's, weird. He's, he's continuing to insult yeah. him after it, the insults have just cost them the spear. Apparently he's only half as dumb as he looks. <laughs> uh, rip, uh, rip, 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 what, rip. What? I, I, look, we, we, knock it off. That that very behavior is what why we're fucked. Oh, oh, oh pardon me. Oh, but but it's I don't know you have uh, Garber come in with another barb as well because they all can't help it. But he is, like, you know, well, oh. at least we'll have some more cake in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's good. No, seriously. All right, let's cut it out. Yeah, Ray, everyone Ray, Ray, everyone's, Ray, everyone's Ray, laughing. Ray, no, except Ray, until finally Ray goes, I would like a beer every now and then. <laughs> See? See? It's funny, Ray. Cut to black. <laughs> Executive producer. <laughs> Greg Berlanti. And so they Nate, figure out that he's like that it doesn't have well, so then they do they, they do what should which which i guess was an homage to arrested development because nate goes hey wait a minute like oh, hold on maybe it's not so bad you know the thing doesn't have an on and off switch yeah what they are they looking for what is he looking for an on off switch <laughs> and he says hey what if they don't know how to use it and all you needed to hear was Ron Howard go, they did. Because yeah. Merlin yeah. walks in, yeah. he's got the book. Yeah. So why do that? You know what well, I mean? No. Like, but I like, don't like, know. <laughs> why not say, 
because he's like wrong this they time. figure out like uh, like it's only a matter of time before they figure out how to use this thing like that's better right isn't that well, they, probably they, more effective and makes them like look uh, don't worry everything's gonna be a-okay well, well nate okay <laughs> nate has a pretty good track record maybe this was a the time for them to be like nope he was wrong this time yeah, because usually when Nate gets an idea like this, it always pays out, for, pays off for the legends. Mm-hmm. That's what was so weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> so Merlin has the book. They all put their hands on the spear. Rory's already having second thoughts. He's talking to Snarry. He's like, wait a minute. I thought the spear was just for us. Like, oh, it's okay. And so they conjure the spell. Everything starts spinning around. And then we're spinning around into the penultimate episode and i'm just going to give away the title and it's a lot better than this one and it's called doom world yeah there we go let's do it let's do it but yeah, yeah this wanna, one I is wanna, oof, this one is bumpy bumpy okay. ride okay cool well we got we're into this is the home stretch man mm-hmm. this is like I, I feel like i'm i might end up watching the two of them back to back if whenever this happens if i have I, I i watched i watched do when i rewatched this one mm-hmm. again to take the notes mm-hmm. i just watched doom world and it went by so fucking fast yeah that cool. i almost watched the next one i was like no 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 wait, no, no just you know. no okay okay no, no for That's me good. i wanted to hold okay. on because I'm, I'm taking lots and lots of notes i was like i, I yeah. don't want to have to do this twice yeah awesome all right sounds great but uh well, you know, Travis, I think, you know, still, you know, warts and all, you know, I don't think this was a super drop off, but no, there was just no. a lot of, as, as anyone who just listened to us talk for the last hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. This one ugh, is rough going, yeah. trying to get where it wants yeah. to go, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. getting, but they got there. And I think all together, like putting that, seeing that thing all together, like, okay, you know, it's a spear. But it's a, the spear of destiny, so it means something. And so it glows with Jesus' yep. bloods around. Jesus' cool. blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my you know lapsed Catholicism that just makes me you know, a little uncomfortable with them using Jesus' blood in the comic book show. <laughs> no. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been Gideon, guys. Um, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Again, subscribe to on youtube travis uh jarvis washing machine yeah for our new year's eve spectacular we'll see you there and we'll see you next time adios